Hey guys, Eli here. Meg and I recently sat down with the Provo's Most Eligible people to screen the last episode of Provo's Most Eligible, which was one of the strangest experiences of my life. Meg and I have been recapping the show all season with Rebbie Brassfield, and the folks at Provo's Most Eligible invited us to do a Q&A on stage with them to talk about their experiences with the show. This recording is of that Q&A. Please enjoy or hate listen, rage listen. It doesn't really matter. Just listen. So now I'm joined by my co-writer, Eli, who's helped me do these recaps. And we're missing Rebby, who's in L.A. Um, but we are excited to do a Q&A with the Provo's Most Eligible team. So let's have them come on up. Awesome, thank you. Hey guys. This is crazy. It'll it'll happen. Don't worry. Hey! Hey, hey, it's Annalie. No, 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 it's <laughs> Okay, first things first. These are like a little longer. Colin, have you picked a major? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> but I picked a girl. <laughs> Good enough. So, how's it going, you two? It's going really well. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Your relationship is how many days old now? About one week. No, less. Uh, like six days? Well, starting since November, I guess, like five oh. months. Well, th this, is, this is probably a good time to ask you because it was alluded to in the final episode that there was some stuff happening off screen. And so I, I assume that there are fans of the show who are sincere fans of the show here. I, I, and I assume that they would want to know how much was happening off screen and did your relationship actually start much earlier than you're letting on? The juicy deeds. Do you want to answer that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no, you can. Go. Okay. Yeah, so it was interesting. I just think we had like a good friendship from the beginning and I was like, hey, actually she's really fun to hang out with. And so we just like, I was like, hey, like, are you doing anything after class? And then we just see each other after class. And then my roommates were in a band um, called the Moss. Uh, they're really good. And anyways, so she likes that kind of that kind of music, and I do too. So we're like, hey, we should go together. And then from there, we just kind of like started hanging out more. Did you kiss off camera? Cool. We actually, yeah, we actually didn't. I don't know where. So I don't know. First kiss on camera. I don't know where Elena like heard that, but but someone someone spreading rumors, but it wasn't true. Yeah, that was their first kiss. Okay, so a big conflict point in that last episode was the fact that you're going away for spring and summer. What, what's happening there? And Annalie, I know that in episode four, that was a major concern for you. So what have you decided on that front? Yeah, I mean, you know, I still don't know what I'm, I still don't know what I'm doing for summer, honestly. So I could stay, but... <laughs> but... I mean, it just depends. She's going to school. I'm going to be up here for back-to-back -back semesters, so I'm going to be up here. We're just going to kind of take it as it comes, not really worry about it yet. Just kind of live in the moment. Life's too short to plan ahead, put an expiration date on things. So 
<laughs> One day at a time. Yeah. Well, Colin, DJs are needed everywhere. Yes. So. DJ you know what? Us. It was a success. Thanks for everyone that came. He brought his board. We're going to do it. You know, a, a true DJ would have come up and helped Meg at the beginning when she couldn't get the mic to work, but that's all right. That's, I don't know. That's not my problem. Okay, so let, <laughs> let, let me ask all of you a question that has been on my mind since I first heard that this, this was going to happen. And I, I told Remington beforehand that I would jab a little bit, but I would not be mean-spirited. So if I cross that line... We've heard it all. I, I apologize already. You have received a very mixed reaction to this. Yes. A lot of people have joked about it. A lot of people are sincere fans. And I wonder... When you started putting it together, did you expect that you were going to be made fun of a lot? Did you get made fun of more than you were expecting? And what has that been like for you? Uh, we didn't expect that like anyone would watch it. Like we expected a, like a a little like little group of people might watch it maybe, but not the reaction that it got. And so I guess to answer your question, no, I didn't expect we get made fun of that much. But like, <laughs> I don't know. You can see all the people here tonight. Like they're here to see it. Whether. Whether, whether it's good or bad, cringy or funny or romantic, like, people want to watch it, and I'm just here to get Colin a girlfriend, so... Well, like, okay, let me, let me push you on that a little bit. Go for it. it. It has been my impression that as you have, as you went throughout the season, you started sort of poking fun at yourself more and more. Oh, yeah. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Okay, so was that a result of the online response that you got? Where, did you just start to lean into the cringe because of what you were seeing on the internet? Yes, we decided to just embrace the cringe full force. Um, yeah, after we saw the comments, we were reading them like the first night, and we just thought they were so funny. Like, people were taking it so seriously, and like, just... We decided, yeah, to embrace it and to fit it into the show as much as we could because we thought it was funny. Is that how all of you feel, or is Remington just using you as pawns to entertain the world? You can't answer that question under contract, so. <laughs> so that kind of leads to the question we've been asked most as official recappers of Provo's Most Eligible. Why does the world need a Provo version of a reality dating show. The least sexual reality dating show to ever exist. I don't know. We, it started out for me as just finding Colin a girlfriend, but seeing you know the reaction from everybody, I guess people love the cringe, and if we're good at providing that for them, then we'll keep doing that as long as possible. I don't know if it's Provo needs to have it, or should have it, but we're doing it anyway, so. All right, I, I've got a series of questions about how you decided who was gonna be on the show, but let me start by asking Colin, what did you do to become the most eligible person in all of Provo? <laughs> Um, so I actually started off with Remy and I, we were talking one day, and we were just joking around with the idea of The Bachelor, like just, it's a weird show, you know, and we were like, hey, we should do it in our ward, and so it just kind of happened that I was going to be The Bachelor, I guess, in our ward, and then Remy pr printed out flyers, and people responded, and I was like, oh shoot, like, I'm going to actually do this, so that's how it started. <laughs> this is as awkward as the show was, so. Let's give him the live cringe. <laughs> All right, so, so you, you select Colin, or Colin selects himself. We decide that he's the yeah, most, yeah. most eligible. <laughs> and then how do you go about finding women for this? Was that, was that difficult? I, I would imagine that I would have been hesitant to sign up for this, and I'd really like to hear from you on that. 
Okay, so I live in the dorms on campus. Uh, fall semester was my second semester here. And I started a fake sorority with my hall because I had FOMO about all my girls at home who were in sororities and stuff. So I found a fatty flyer with his face on it. And I was like, oh, this will be so funny if I can just get all 36 of us on this show. So I brought it to our hall meeting and I was like, everyone needs to sign up. And so everyone signed up. We got an email back that was like, too many people signed up, so we're going to need you to actually like send in an application. And so I was one of the few girls who sent in another application because I was like, for the memes. Like, this will be so funny if I get in. I, I totally had the expectation that it was going to be like two guys with iPhones and like 200 people were going to watch it, 150 of them my friends. Like, totally like under the radar, something I'd pull out when I was like 30 and be like, look at this dumb thing I did. But now we're here. So, so at, at what point then did you start to... I assume you eventually started taking it seriously on some level. When did that happen, or how did that progress happen? <laughs> well, you said when she, when she first saw Colin, is what Remington says. But <laughs> um, I showed up the first night, and they had all of this equipment, and had this big car, and all the girls looked beautiful, and I was like, this is real. But then how it started to be real for me and something that I wanted to pursue was when me and Colin started hanging out. And that was around the second episode. And like after the talent show, like we talked to him and I was like, oh, he's really cool. And I'd love to get to know him better. So around the second episode is when it really became real to me. And that's when all the stress set in because that's when everyone hopped on board. <laughs> so speaking of stress... Uh, there were a few things I'm wondering how you reacted to in watching these. Um, first, it seemed, and Colin, you can speak to this as well, but it seemed that you, Colin, were actually upset by Megan's engagement. We don't say her name anymore. <laughs> Which we were all a little upset because it seemed to happen in the course of one episode. Um, so let's hear how you actually felt about that and, Annalie, how you reacted to seeing that. And I also want to hear about your reaction to the kiss with the other Annalie. The Crandall scandal. All right. Um, so actually, so I found out actually that she had a boyfriend in December. So I knew like a little bit before, before she got engaged, obviously. That wasn't like a surprise to me. I think Megan's a great girl. Like I think she has a lot of cool qualities. I was a little bit like bummed out at first, you know, like oh dang, like I wonder where things could have gone with Megan. But I'm I'm happy for her ultimately. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> things are good. So yeah. okay. And so Annalie, how was that for you, seeing that he was upset by that? How did that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, about Megan's engagement? Yes. Um, the second we found out about Megan's engagement, we made fun of Colin for like three days straight. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but it was, I'm really happy for her. She seems like she's having the best time ever, and I'm rooting for her, but I was definitely caught off guard. I was like, that's a ring, but, <laughs> but I'm happy for her. So, I want to talk about the other Annalie now and the kiss. The. the Crandall scandal? One of the two kisses of this season of Provo's Most Eligible. Uh, you heard the crew cheer, which is weird, by the way, that you all cheered when they kissed. A note for next No, just a little bit of feedback. Um, I've never seen anyone look that 
upset. And you said, that's so rude. And I'm wondering what show you thought you were on (laughs) when that happened. How upset were you actually? Are you still upset? Let's really get into this. (laughs) Okay, so I heard everyone just start screeching, and I knew that Annalie had gone like while I was gonna go like do my interview and like beforehand of course all the girls talk and they're like oh this is what I'm gonna talk to Colin about or this is what I want to do and then so after the Crandall scandal the week before Annalie's like oh like I'm not gonna kiss him I'm just gonna tease him and so when I was like oh they kissed everyone's losing their minds I was like this is not what we discussed (laughs) and so (laughs) um and what I said when I found out included that was rude and that gave me ligma and those are two phrases that have just become a part of my daily vocabulary so they didn't have a lot of meaning behind them but watching that episode after I was like I really said that so, and everyone in the comments also pointed out that I said that and Noel Miller also pointed out that I said that so I'm analog now so that was the day America fell in love <laughs> Okay, so let me ask you about your families. What, what has been your family response to all of this? Are they embarrassed or excited for you? Do you want me to go first? Okay, so I, like I said on the episode, I live with my grandparents, and I called them, and I was like, hey, guys, I'm on a YouTube channel. And they're like, a what? <laughs> and I was like, you know, like the show The Bachelor? I'm on, like, a spoof of it. And they're like, a what? And I was like, okay, so we're not explaining this. So I've tried to tell them a couple times, but no one in my family really understands what this is. But I've shown them the episodes, and they're like, are you sure you're at school right now? Like, are you, are you doing good in school? And I'm like, all right, we're done. <laughs> all right, my mom loves the show. She's a big fan. <laughs> yeah, she's my biggest supporter, so it's really great to have her on my side. Um, I remember I called my mom. I was like, Mom, my new roommate and I are going to film a new show. And she's like, oh, that's so great. Like, I was like, it's The Bachelor. And she's like, okay, like, we're going to do it. <laughs> but no, she's been, really, she's been a lot of help to me, so it's been good. Okay. We, we've used the B word a couple of times, so I think we can bring it up now. You had some legal troubles. Uh, and I'm, I'm curious, did it never occur to you when you started putting this together that that might be a problem? Were you really caught off guard by the fact that the uh, network was upset that you were using the word bachelor or, or using some of the ideas? Yeah, it was really weird. Uh, like I said, we didn't expect that anyone would watch it, much less uh, the production company that shall not be named that decided to take our videos down. But yeah, we, we had no idea it was going to happen, and then one day we, we looked on YouTube and they were gone, and so we went into game mode after that, and we took care of some business to sum it up, and we worked it out with them. So, Annalie, you said you explained to your family that this was a spoof. Uh, while we were watching the finale, Eli leaned over and said, is this a parody? And it is legitimately one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. <laughs> How much of that is intentional? How much of it were you trying to add comedy and how much of it was it's just funny to watch other humans be humans on TV? Um, (laughs) Well, a lot of the times, if you've watched any of the other interviews or podcasts that have been done about this, a lot of the girls like to explain that we're not that bratty in person. (laughs) Like, it's 
we keep in mind the fact that we are on Provost Most Eligible and no one's going to watch it if a bunch of girls get along. So, of course, we're going <laughs> to... Instead of keeping some things under, like, our belt or just being like, oh, like, oh, they kissed, instead of bringing up the Crandall scandal a lot, like, of course, I'm going to amp up my brattiness a lot on the show because we do have a great, like, outline to follow with the actual show, but... It's, it's, we understand that a lot of the times is like, like the, we're being funny, like the intros is them just having a good time. Well, and that explains why Colin acted so outrageously throughout the series. <laughs> it's not mean spirited, it's badgering. Okay, so, so uh, Colin. We're, let's, let me ask you about that then. You, you seemed. I'll just say, far more uncomfortable on camera than any of the women that were on the show. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of being on camera. <laughs> they did a really good job of editing, like all the times I messed up. Um, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah, so why agree to do this in the first place if you're that nervous about being on camera? I mean, you, you just, knew you were going to be on camera, right? Right, I just, well, we didn't know it was going to be this big. So like after the first episode came out, I was like, Dang, there's gonna be a hundred hundred thousand people watching this. Like, I gotta like say good stuff, <laughs> but it, it, it's hard, you know. <laughs> well, oh, let me let me follow up on that with all of you. The internet, the internet is forever, and <laughs> what, whether we like it or not. And whenever Facebook reminds me of what I did ten years ago, I consider that a hate crime. I, I don't want to see that. While you were making this, or, or even now, or, were any of you nervous about the fact that this was going out into the world and maybe 10, 15 years from now, you were still going to have to deal with the fact that people could access this or have memories of it? Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? It's all your feet. Who cares? Like, I don't care. <laughs> Colin's mom likes it, so that's all that matters. Say that again. Colin what? Colin's mom likes it, so that's all I care about. So. so, Colin, you realize you need to say good stuff, as you put it. Um, there seemed to be a remarkable difference between episode two and episode three. In episode two, you say to Megan, um, <laughs> so do you think you have it. a chance? <laughs> Best line of the whole show. Uh, I think my husband ran into the room. I was laughing so hard when you said that. Uh, was there some coaching that some conversational tips that were offered some direction uh, I should have, I really should have. what accounts I for think, the improvement all right so that was just a dumb question to ask but to be honest i think it was taken slightly out of context if i remember i can't remember but it was dumb okay i've learned i'm sorry that's not a good question to ask don't do it uh i will never do that it's funny because Remy always makes fun of me for that. He's yeah. like, so do you think you have a chance? I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, she well, makes fun of me too. Then let me give you a chance to throw Remington under the bus, both of you. Do you feel like there were any points other than that one where, where you got an unfair edit, where something was taken out of context or that you don't feel like it was accurately portraying? No, I think you actually did a really good job of editing. Actually, they both did. They really did a really good job of editing. Not, not a single moment that you thought um, gave you a bad edit. <laughs> What does the contract say? No, that's a joke. That's a joke. Um, uh, I agree with Colin. I didn't see anything that I was like, oh, that was taken out of context. So they did a really good job at making sure that we're represented really well on the show. 
Remington, did you have anybody else complain to you? Well, please go ahead. And then that, that's going to be my follow-up question because we don't have everyone up on the stage. So I'm going to let you honestly speak for them. Um, I was just going to say, for the most part, we kept, we tried to keep it like just as best as we could, like make everyone look as best. I mean, obviously, Colin, it was really hard to keep out some of that stuff. Just because, uh, you know. But anyway, um, for the most part, we tried to keep it, like, just as best as we could. There was a, a lot, like, some of the girls would say, like, oh, keep that out, you know. And, like, I think Remington did a really good job of, like, on set making sure that the girls were comfortable. And that was really important to us. Um, what do you think, Annalie? Do you think everybody was comfortable most of the time? It started being better on set when they started to feed us. The first couple episodes, we were there for five or six hours without food. But then they you started. Guys. <laughs> so, how much time did you really spend at your bishop's house? Because it seems like you were there all the time. That's my dad's oh, house. Oh, it's your dad. <laughs> That's the house I grew up in, actually. So, most of the time, it was like, hey, dude, where are we filming tomorrow? I don't know, my dad's house is free, so let's go there. <laughs> so a great level of organization went into all of this. To, yeah. <laughs> Towards the end, it got a little better. Okay, so what's next for the Provo's Most Eligible team? So our plan is season two, um, obviously. Um, I, I'm sure a lot of people know that we have applications on our website for it, and we've had, I don't know how many, 700 people apply. So wow. a lot more than the first Grace season, for French. sure. Pick Grace French. You have to. Grace French. <laughs> anyway, um, so, but we, we have, we've, we've put a lot of thought into it, and I think, because you just mentioned we weren't very organized the first, <laughs> the first season, but I think we're going to take a lot more time to organize it and make sure that it, um, it goes a lot smoother for us, at least. Um, but I think I'll, I'll let Remington t talk about what our plans for the actual. Yeah, season two. So we're gonna have uh, we're gonna try and go a different direction. We're gonna make our own unique dating show. So like I said in the episode, we're gonna have three girls that we're gonna help find love. Um, so it's gonna be different than the the Bachelor Bachelorette. But uh, yeah, that's. Do you know who the three girls are? We don't know yet, so we haven't looked through. We've like glanced through applications, but we've been busy filming and getting this out here. Um, but in the next couple of weeks, we'll start letting people know uh, about interviews and the whole interview process. And when can we expect season two? So we're going to be filming over summer in June and July, and episodes will come out around September, so the beginning of school in the fall. Awesome. We need to wrap up. Thank you all so much for coming. Um, Look for more events from The Beehive coming up. Subscribe to our newsletter at thebeehive.com. Stay tuned for season two of Provo's Most Eligible and some forthcoming announcements from this team. Thank you so much, everybody. We love you guys so much. Provo's Most Eligible fans, you're awesome. Woo